Hi, Michaela. Yes. What's the best holiday you ever took? It would be earlier this year when I went to the Philippines for a conference on my own, no kids or husband. Okay. So you were kidless, yes. which is good, but it, but you were working, weren't you? No, I wasn't working. I was learning. There's mm. a difference. Hmm. Did you learn much? I learnt that when you're in the Philippines, uh, don't order clear milk, order white Russians, because they charge you the same. So, I did learn that. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership, so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome back to Alcoholics Anonymous, I mean the Tradies <laughs> Business Show, uh, helping you drink less at conferences. Or save money at conferences. So oh, save money. More. Save money so you can drink more. Yeah, that's right. So uh, what's the difference between a white Russian and Kalura and milk when you order it? Uh, white Russian has vodka in it. Right. So vodka, oh, milk, okay. Kalura, or you just have a Kalura milk, which is my preferred beverage right. choice. Right. And then I realised I was getting charged for actually a cocktail, which is a white Russian. Right, which had the extra... Vodka in it, yeah. Wow, so you really got happy on those ones. Yeah, and it was two for one during happy hour by the pool, five <laughs> till seven. So I was pretty chipper at about 7.30 each oh, night. I bet you were. Is that the night you um, made your grand entrance down the stairs? One of those nights, yes, where I fell in front of the whole <laughs> conference at the work and, yeah, cut myself on glass. But anyway... Um, Let's move on from that. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, it raises an interesting point, though, Michaela, because you rate that as a holiday, but to me it was a work gig. You were there learning about business and marketing and, oh, that's working, isn't it? No. I know a lot of people would think going to a conference in the Philippines is not working, but you you weren't exactly just lazing on the beach doing nothing. You were networking. No, but I don't see learning... About things that interest me, like online marketing and content and things like that, to be work. Some people would. Well, they would, but they'd be silly. Mm. Maybe. So, uh, g'day listeners, how are you? I, I want to talk about this whole concept of work-life balance today. Do you want to have a chat about that today, Michaela? We're Let, just going to have... Let's have a chat. Let's. Um, I, I think this could turn into an argument. <laughs> okay, well, it depends if you're going to... Agree with what I'm going to say. Yeah, if right. I agree with you, it won't. And if I don't, it'll be an <laughs> argument. But um, I've I've had some interesting conversations with people of late about work-life balance and their headspace and behaviour around that whole concept. Mm. Um, I actually think it's a lot of BS, work-life balance. Really? Well, I, actually, I don't, I don't think it's BS. I think it's just a bit... I don't know, misunderstood, maybe, or yep. misapplied. Misapplied is that a, is that a word? I just made yes. it a word. Okay. So, um, I here's an example. Right, I had okay. a conversation with one of my wingman clients recently, and he was away on holidays. Uh, it's his annual holiday. Goes to an event every year. Loves it. Um, sports event. And after he got back, he was bitching and moaning to me about the fact that his phone was ringing. So he. he took phone calls while he was away on this, like, I don't know, six or eight or ten-day holiday. I can't remember how long it was. It was an extended period of time. Um, from his two, well, they're not even employees. They're subbies in his business. And he was really, like, miffed about this. Um, 
because it ruined his holiday and it was an intrusion on his thing. And oh, the, the one time a year that I go away and I get bloody phone calls and blah, blah, blah. And I was listening to him and I just, I pulled him up and said, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you were at this like world recognized sporting event with your wife sitting on a deck chair, you know, lapping up the sunshine and you're pissed off because you got a few phone calls while you were away and your business was still running and making money and these subcontractors are still doing work and customers are still paying their bills and you're angry about that. How? Like it just, it really just grated on me a bit because there were lots of people who were actually sitting in their office or in their utes while he was away on holiday. And I think for me, it, it highlighted that perspective of he was so focused on the fact that he got some phone calls. I don't know how many, you know, maybe it was 10, maybe it was 50. I don't really give a toss. Like he was away enjoying a break, but his headspace around that was that that ruined his holiday, except for the two days, the weekend, the Saturday and Sunday when nobody rang him because it was the weekend. Hmm. And it just, it really got me thinking about those of us in business or self-employed, you know, similar kind of thing. We still carry this employee mentality that when you're away on your four weeks annual leave, you don't have anything to do with work. Or on a Saturday and Sunday, your weekend's ruined if you get a phone call on a Saturday or a Sunday from a client or from a contractor. Mm. Because it's like this, this, this hard cut, this defined line between the two things. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, being a business owner, especially when you're just yourself and two subbies, that going away for a week is a bit unrealistic expectation that you're not going to get some calls, firstly. And, mm. yeah, right, look where you were. You're still away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, and the weekend was free or whatever. So, you know, if probably his subbies didn't do the right thing or had questions and he came back and it all turned to shit, then what would he have preferred? I know. And, and you know what, just to, to, and he'll be listening to this going, bloody hell was you talking about me again? <laughs> but he's such a good teaching example, this guy. Um, is one of the subbies had only been with him for like a week or a week and a half when he went away. Uh, and the other one's only fairly new as well, a few weeks. So they're both pretty new. And at least they had the wherewithal to call him. Oh, exactly. Uh, yep. Rather than just stuff everything up. And everything actually went pretty smoothly from what I hear afterwards. Yeah, and I mean, I guess you can say if it's, you know, maybe a bigger company or whatever, that yes, they should have more steps in place to not need to ring the business owner all the time, but for that yeah, size sure. business, it's got to be a realistic expectation that, you know, as a business owner, mm. that you're going to have some calls. Yeah. And you would hope so. And whether you delegate time for those calls or you check in at certain times, whatever, but if your subbies or your staff need to ring you, you can take the call, take it, and yep, you've still been on holiday. So yeah, I agree with that. But I, I, it it does get me thinking. And I had a conversation with another friend of mine who's got a, a bigger business, and he's quite entrepreneurial. And he had a chat to me recently, basically to get some free advice. And I know he doesn't listen to the show that much, so I can bag him out here. Um, <clears throat> but same thing, you know, he just had like ten days in the Philippines or Fiji or somewhere and it was amazing, but he got calls and emails and stuff for issues with his business and he's got people managing the business for him. Um and he was chatting to me about, you know, how can he build a more leveraged business where it doesn't rely on him so he can have three months of the year off. I said, Well, realistically, how many hours a week do you work now? And he's like, Oh, you know, twenty five or thirty? I was like, So why can't you just have three months overseas and 
set up some systems so you can manage your business online and do an hour's work a day sitting on the beach in Fiji, like, that's most people's dream. But yep. to him, it's like, oh, this is crap. You know, I go out on holidays and I've got to check in every day. It's like, big deal, dude. I mean, th- this for me is this whole work-life balance thing. I just think we're coming at it from an employee's perspective. And there's nothing wrong with that because as an employee, I don't get rewarded. I don't have the the potential asset or anything that I would actually give up some of my away time uh, to be, I guess, interrupted by the business because mm. not mine. But as business people, and and whether you call yourself an entrepreneur or not, you're the owner of an enterprise. Uh, I just think it requires a headspace shift to be okay with that stuff. Now, if you if you're working in inverted commas, you know, fourteen hours a day properly not talking to kids, wife, not enjoying sport, not looking after yourself, uh, not having social time, not having away time, all that sort of stuff, then, yeah, that's something to work on. But I think, you know, if you get some calls after hours or on a weekend or you answer some emails, I don't know, I just don't see that as as that sort of big a deal. I guess it comes down to volume uh, that you're getting after hours and things like that. I think there's times when, and again, it depends on your business and all that, that there's times you need to disconnect. Mm. to actually be present in what you're doing. Yep. I mean, if you are playing with the kids at the playground and you're constantly on the phone, yeah. that's not balance. No. Um, so I think you need to put in some guidelines mm. for you as a business owner that, you know, you turn your phone off or, mm. you know, you do check it once a day or deal with things that are urgent. You know, don't check your email all weekend. Just deal with it Monday. Yeah. You yep. know, like there's certain things you can do to improve your balance. So I think that's important that you do have... Um, guidelines that you live by but i agree um definitely with what you're saying i think that the perception that and i guess for trades it is a little bit differently but i do think that you can set up your business so that you don't have to be doing the crazy hours yeah you know you can um run your business remotely a lot of these times if you've got enough staff and contractors you're not just one man on the tools so let's assume that for argument's sake yep that i um I know I work best in the afternoon to early evening, mm. and that doesn't always uh, work with my lifestyle. So I'm getting out of this, I've got to get up and work from 9 till 5 or 8 mm. till 4 or whatever. Mm. I've started actually shifting that, where I'll just work when I feel like working. That's right. And that's where I think that the balance should come into it more, you know. And, you know, sometimes I'll be up late working but I'm productive and it's clear headspace so I may work till midnight but when I put the kids to bed you know it's quiet and things like that when I the next morning I'll get up early get them on the bus and sometimes I go back for a nana nap in mm. the morning because I know I'm much more productive in the afternoon and evening yep and my mum will say because she lives with us you know you're just sleeping your days away but she doesn't know I've probably already you know I will do yeah. Six to eight hours that day. Exactly. Cause she's so I'm coming, working on my yeah, time frame. Because she's coming from that old mentality that, you know, sun up, sun down, that's when you work. Mm. And then you eat and sleep the rest of the time. But technology allows us to do things differently. You know, there's a thing called electricity and lighting. And, and I'm not advocating working till all hours of the night. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. And working all day on the tools. But it's, it's and, and I guess it's balancing your business exposure with your life in a way that's not this idea that that's it, five o'clock, knock off time, don't any bugger ring me. And I know people that do that. Mm. Five o'clock comes and, and they literally clock off. 
yep. they're business owners. And I, to me, that just seems odd. Now, if you're doing that because you're sitting down having a family dinner, absolutely. Mm. Um, but oh, I just think we need to get away from this arbitrary industrial age um, time clock idea to our businesses because, you know, if we want the results, we've got to do the work. You, mm. you, you, all this stuff about leverage and everything is all absolutely valid. Um, I don't think, though, necessarily the more hours you work. No. Equates. So it's, I agree. It's about being quality of the quality effort. of the work. And I, I think for a lot of people, you're probably – I know if – one thing I've started trying that I read somewhere, maybe it was The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, I can't remember, which is a book we'll probably refer yep. to in this. But if you know you've only got four hours to do something – and you're allowing yourself eight hours. You're probably mm-hmm. only going to still do that four hours. But I know if I've got a four-hour deadline, if I can only work to one o'clock today, I actually am ten times more productive. Exactly. So I'm finding that I'm reducing my working hours but actually getting more stuff done or yep. being more productive well, or working an, less. I have an anecdote for you about our friend who uh, was complaining about his holiday being ruined, right? So... He uh, he read the four hour work week or reread it I think, mm. and uh, he contacted me because he'd had this big epiphany, because he cracked the shits you know and said that's it, um, and he read the four hour work week and uh, he said that's it I only want to do four hours a day, I only work four hours a day, so he does like eight till twelve or something, and he's just set this again it's another arbitrary time limit, mm. but for him he's actually crammed more stuff into the eight to twelve. Time slot, and sometimes it's five hours, six hours, whatever. Yeah. But to him, he's just focused on being absolutely productive and, and uh, I guess, judicious with what he does in that time. And he's been doing it for almost a couple of weeks. Uh, and he's checked back in with me and said, you know what? He's been working, you know, four or five hours a day. He's getting the same sales. He's getting the same results done. He's just not stuffing around, yep. filling the gaps with he doesn't even know what he was doing before or yeah. why he was working such long days. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, I know I'm more productive in the afternoon, yeah. especially if I've had a bit of a lazy morning. And if I didn't have kids, I just would never start work before midday. I think that's just my way and stay till yeah. up late working because it's just the way my body clock works. Um, but really, cutting down and being so much more productive and smarter in what you do, it gives you more focus, you yep. get results quicker, yeah, and that, that's where I think this work-life balance comes into it. I don't think you have to say, oh, I've got to work 40 hours from 9 to 5, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I think having flexibility in your schedule that as a business owner, you work when you need to and do what you need to do, but being really smart and putting systems in place that will lessen the interruptions that you're getting in your off time. I really think it is important, though, to have some complete days off, whether it's just two or three days completely away. Do you? No? You're looking at I, I me. I do. I, I was just thinking about that whole idea. Like, again, I think it, you know, if I'm going to stand here, because I stand up in the studio, uh, listeners, and so does Michaela, uh, but if we're going to stand here on, I suppose, dish out advice as the, the hosts of the Tradies Business Show, it's to figure out what works for the individual. Because mm-hmm. what works for me is not necessarily what's going to work for you. I prefer to work early in the mornings. Yep. It doesn't always happen. Um, although I read a, a report recently from some dude who's smarter than me, which was not hard, uh, that doing any work before like 10 a.m. or something mid-morning is um, actually causing more stress and 
a drop in productivity. So I don't know. It, I just think it's a personal thing. You've got to figure out what your flow is, what your energy cycle is. And you know, if you could design your perfect week, what would that look like? Would it be working on certain things early in the morning? And then you've got to balance that, obviously, with being on the tools. And the rest of the world has a, an expectation that you know, you'll be on the tools or at least your staff will between you know, sort of 7 and 5 or 7 and 4, perhaps. Uh, but figure out what works for you and then mould your life around that. Actually, I don't mind doing stuff on the weekends when my daughter's asleep in the middle of the day because the whole house is quiet, she goes and has a nap, and I find it's actually quite a, quite a good time for me to do creative work, blogging or podcast ideas, um, you know, putting presentations together, whereas through the week I'm kind of busy with clients and there's a lot of other stuff going on and daycare drop-offs and all those sorts of things. Mm. So and it's just figuring out what works for you as an individual um, and then I guess reworking your schedule around that energy cycle, that energy flow. Yeah, and something I've all, and, and definitely agree with that, one thing I've also, I used to have this mentality, you know, Monday to Friday, I have to be working because, you know, so I've started taking the odd weekday just off. Oh, really? And just not, you rebel. I know. <laughs> and just not, like, checking my email as much. Jeez. Yes, and I'm, and often I'll just leave my phone at home because I just need some time out for that day, mm. whether it's two hours or eight hours or whatever. Yep. Um, and even I said to my husband the other day, like, we both work for ourselves. I'm like, why don't we just have lunch some weekdays? Yeah. Like, well, why are we going to other people's schedules all the time? So imagine this, right? Tradies don't do weekends, okay, generally yep. speaking. Some do Saturdays. And if they do a Sunday, it's call out, cost you all this extra mm. money because there's this whole, again, it's an industrial age idea. You know, when we worked in factories, Monday yep. to Friday, weekends were sacred. You know, Sunday was for church. Uh, so it's persisted that we have this weird week, um, weekly calendar set up. But, but hospitality do it. Um, some restaurants do it. They're closed Sundays and Mondays. So yep. Monday is really their Sunday. But imagine if a tradie did like a, a Tuesday to Sunday calendar, mm. uh, or Tuesday to Saturday. Well, how um, many times do you want tradies to come on the weekends? Yeah, and and what if uh, you know I could ring the plumber up and it was the same rate on a Sunday as all the other guys were charging me for a Thursday, mm. because he's just shifted his week. And then, so I love I love having those midweek days out or days off mm. or heading up the beach for a day on a Thursday because there's no one else there. Yeah, and it it's also awesome. breaks up your week. Yeah. So you do find you're more productive when you come back. Listen or... to me getting all excited about it. I'm thinking about my next motorbike ride on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else hates on me because like, I'm the Friday riding guy. Yep. But but it it is a personal thing, and I think that's the point of um, my comments around this, and I'm not finished with this particular topic just yet. Um, I think definitely find your own flow. Work out what works for you. Don't don't just stick with the Monday to Friday, you know, seven to four thing just because that's what everybody else does. There's probably a, an opportunity in there, a business or a marketing opportunity in there too for someone who wants to shift that around and be a bit more savvy with that. Um, but I I think it really is a headspace shift about what's work, mm-hmm. and that's really the the bug that I had up my backside about this uh, when we hit record this morning was. What the hell is work anyway? It's business, right? It's just part of life. It's no different to shopping or you know, mowing the lawn or anything else. It's only the, the meaning we place on it. And I don't mean to get too woo-woo here in the studio today, but I do think 
we've just we need to take a step back and have a think about well what is what is work we're not employees we're business owners and even if you are an employee and you treat your work like it's your own um, different results happen you, know, you can be much more motivated, positive, passionate about what you're doing if you stop seeing it as a grudging thing that, oh, I've got to go on the tools today to make money versus it's just what I do and I go and enjoy it and I contribute and this is how I'm, you know, keeping clean water for the world. And I've spoken to a couple of plumbers, some on the show and some personally that really are passionate about plumbing. Uh, so, I don't know, this whole work-life thing, it, it implies that there's work and then there's life. But work is just part of life. There you go. There's my wow. trippy spiritual message today on the Tradies Business Show. You haven't tuned into the wrong station. <laughs> so that that's probably the big thing for me is just just pondering that whole attitude that people have about work because it really does show in the way they interact with customers and suppliers. Ooh. And I've got clients where, you know, they just have this really negative, bitter attitude towards work because that word even implies that it's hard and it's sufferance and you know we have to do it um, versus it's my business and this is part of what I do on a daily basis and I read a story from a guy recently who involves his kids in what he does in his business because he doesn't want them to grow up with that same uh, work yeah attitude he wants them to just see it as another activity that they do mm. and that in actual fact you know they're adding something to the world and and getting compensated either financially or in other ways. And, you know, they're probably going to grow up with a much more positive outlook um, and a healthy outlook on business and, and work. Yeah, I think the issue with work-life balance becomes when the work-business side impacts the life side. Yeah, when things get out of balance. I agree yeah. there's a balance. But, yeah, I guess from my perspective, I've just seen some people really get quite black and white heaven and hell about yeah. work and everything else and works like the devil. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And as a business owner, it is differently. Uh, it is that ability to think differently that it isn't. I don't look at my business. I don't look at, I don't look at me working mm. when I'm working on my business. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's what I do. Yeah. But yeah. I have found that by actually working in inverted commas less, I'm being more productive yeah. So just don't think you have to do your 40 hours or your 50 hours a yeah. week to be successful. Yep. I actually would challenge that with anybody. Definitely. And if that's what you're needing to work, then there's got to be ways you can shortcut, streamline, automate, whatever it is. Um, but I actually think that by cutting back your working mm. time, yep. that you're going to be more productive and get better results. So that's my... Yeah. I see lots of people that could achieve the same outcomes in 20% less time. mm but because we've got this thing in our head that, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week is what it takes to get results, that's how long we spend doing it. Yeah, and I, I have to say that I'm someone that used to go, I've got to work, you know, these hours, especially when the kids aren't here, blah, 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 I've got to take these, these hours. Yep. But I just found some days I just wasn't working. It yeah. was, I was producing poor results. Yep. Um, I wasn't being the best I could be to my clients and things like that. So. And you've only got to look at... Uh, trades when they're paid as a subcontractor on a per job basis uh, versus an hourly rate. Mm. And if so, if I'm going to pay you fifteen hundred bucks to erect that fence, you'll do it in the quickest time possible because you want to get to the next one and get the next fifteen hundred bucks. Mm. But if I say to you, I'll pay you twenty five bucks an hour, I've I've seen this happen in businesses many times over. The productivity slows right down. 
because I'm getting paid whether I get it finished or not. That's it. Now it's not really an issue for the for the employee because they're still getting paid, but for the business, that's an impact for them because it's taking longer to produce the same amount of work. So as business owners, it's almost like we've got to stop thinking about getting yep. paid by the hour. The other thing is I noticed that because I'm trying to do more stuff away from the business and um, do more stuff with the kids and the family and some other um, passion projects, that I'm actually wanting to work less so I become more productive so I have more of that time to do other things. Mm. So that's another thing like are you getting happiness outside of work slash business that you want to dedicate more time to? And yep. perhaps you're getting hidden in your work and your business and, and blaming that. So it's yep. looking at in the life side of things, mm. you know, what are you doing? Are you happy and you're spending your time wisely? Because you're going to be more productive to have more of that. Yep. So instead of calling it work-life balance, we should just be looking at our life balance. That's right. So that was a bit mm. of a brain bender, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> so my, my, I guess my... If I was going to put a bow on anything there, I would say just take a look at how you're spending your time mm. doing everything and anything in your life. Just, you know, take a step back and are you taking longer to do stuff than you would like to? Would you like to, you know, spend more time with the kids or um, playing sport or, you know, going camping or whatever the heck your thing is? And uh, could you actually get a bit more economical with your time and your yeah. business? Uh and actually force yourself maybe to have a few half days during the week mm. or a full week day off and just see how it goes. Like, you know, <laughs> just, just be a rebel. Yeah. And, and just realize that's it. And you don't have to justify that to anybody, especially if you are the business owner. And if you are on the tools, mm. still take half a day off occasionally. Yeah. And or full day off or whatever. Yeah. But I think that we need to, yeah, stop this rigid. These are the hours I work, these hours I don't work, and actually, you know, try and decrease the number of hours worked Mm. um, to increase productivity. Yep. Good call. All right. And so if you were. Some off for the rest of the day. (laughs) Yeah. See ya. So while Michaela goes and has her flexi day, uh, I'm going to let you know about uh, the Tradies Business Toolkit. So. There's some tools and tips and strategies in there that could actually help you reduce your working hours, to use that term. Uh, there's extended interviews with some of our guests. Uh, we're still working on those video training courses. We'll get them up eventually. <laughs> we're too busy sitting on the beach or going motorcycle <laughs> riding right. and not working to get the I know we're going to get some comments about that. Um, what else have we got in there? I've said about the templates and stuff. Probably the, the best part of it and certainly the thing that people rate as giving them great value is the private Facebook group. I'm still really impressed with the level of conversation and questions in there and the support from uh, the members. So, And um, lots of extra little videos we pop in the Facebook yeah, group yes. as well that uh, raises discussion. And Yep, and just some yeah some thought-provoking tips and uh, some little tools you can implement in your business. So tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com. It's one US dollar for the first 30 days. You can check it out, take it for a test drive. And if you love it, which we're sure you will, um, it's 27 US a month. And uh, we're adding new stuff all the time. So go and check it out, tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in the private Facebook group introducing yourself. And until next time, we're good to go. Yep, bye. Have a fantastic few days. <laughs> You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? 
Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.